<laughs> hey everybody and welcome to the STEM at St. Mike's podcast. Quick intro. So this year Lily and I will be taking over the STEM at St. Mike's podcast. Um, my name is Mia and I'm a junior here at St. Mike's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a major in public health and psychology and I have a minor in music. Here at school I am part of the cross country team and I uh, work in the psych lab with Professor Kirschenbaum. I'm also a peer tutor and a TA, and I am in the chemistry club. What uh, classes do you tutor for? Oh yeah, I tutor for Bio 152, the health science, and then I'm also a TA for that lab. Well, my name is Lily. I am a junior at St. Mike's. I am doing a biology major with minors in chemistry and data science. I'm on the Nordic ski team here. I'm the co-president of the chemistry club and I tutor for intro to ecology and evolution which is uh, bio 153 and I tutor for gen chem 1 and intro to cell biology and genetics. So today we thought we would kind of start off the podcast talking about um, what we did this summer in terms of research because we wanted to bring a lot of different concepts to the podcast. With Lily being in like bio and I'm in psych, we figured it would be kind of a good mix of different types of sciences. Do you want to start us off? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so this summer I actually applied for the trustee scholarship and worked at St. Michael's College. Um, I worked with Professor Kirschenbaum, who's part of the neuroscience and um, psych department here at school, and we collaborated on a project looking at anxiety around the time of the COVID pandemic using um, a previously filled out survey um, that is used in our psych lab that we work in during the year. The survey asked uh, questions regarding mental illness and symptoms of anxiety, depression, substance abuse, and ADHD, and then using these surveys that started in 2018, to current day, we could um, do an analysis on how mental health has either improved or has not improved. And we actually saw that during the pandemic, there were lower symptoms or lower DSM scores, which is pretty cool. That is very interesting. Yeah. I know like for me, I would say it was a little different. Yeah. <laughs> I also felt that way because when I was going into the project, I thought it was going to be like that there was higher levels of anxiety and depression. So mm -hmm. I was actually surprised when we found the opposite answer which is cool i mean it does make sense because seeing on social media a lot of people got into like different hobbies mm -hmm. like such as like i don't know going to the gym and getting out and hiking so that they could be outside taking up other hobbies such as like crocheting and yeah. knitting and, <laughs> and then quilting all and all that stuff, stuff. <laughs> i think we were saying that one of the reasons that we may have seen lower anxiety and depression and everything is because students um weren't as stressed as they were our study was like on college students because because they were mainly students from St. Mike's taking the survey. So, you know, we weren't expected to go to class every day. We weren't expected to have all these crazy deadlines or to have these really difficult exams. So overall, I think it does, it does make sense. How can people get involved in doing research within the psychology department? I think the best thing to do is to talk to your professors. A lot of professors, um, whether it be you know, psych or neuro or bio, are doing research on campus and are super willing to employ students or show students what they're doing. Um, and every year, school does do a summer research scholarship, which you can apply for um, as long as you have 
a professor that's interested in doing uh, research with you and you have an idea. So it's a really, really awesome um, program. And you get to live on campus all summer, which is pretty fun. Very cool. Do you want to share what you did this summer, Lily? Yeah, so I went a little different route when it comes to doing summer research. I had talked to my academic advisor and asking him about how I could start to get into research. And he suggested that I look at the National Science Foundation website at Mm -hmm. um, RU programs, RU standing for Research Experience for Undergrads. And so these programs are all over the country, um, and they have programs for biology, biochemistry, chemistry, even I think they have some for like psychology and sociology. and different social sciences and stuff. Um, So I applied to several programs and I got into the Jackson Laboratory uh, summer student program. So that is where I ended up going because it was the only (laughs) one I got into. (laughs) in Bar Harbor, which is pretty nice. Yeah, I got to live in Bar Harbor um, and I actually got to live in a famous mansion that the Jackson Laboratory owns. It's called High Seas. Um, and, you know, it was pretty cushy. Um, <laughs> like, not a bad gig. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, we were, like, less than a half a mile from Acadia National Park, so that was really good for, like, my ski training and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into the research I did, um, so I'm a biology major, but this summer I did biochemistry research. And so what I was researching was... Um, characterizing a chemical reaction called spontaneous glycosylation, uh, which is when sugar molecules create bonds with oxygens and nitrogens in amino acid groups. Uh, So this can often inhibit proteins, and this is often seen in diabetic patients because of hyperglycemia. Mm-hmm. And it's thought that um, this inhibition of proteins uh, can cause the different comorbidities that go along with uh, diabetes. Basically, there's like two types of glycosylation. There's enzymatic glycosylation, which is pretty widely researched. Then what I was looking at was by spontaneous glycosylation, which it hasn't been researched very often. And so what I was doing was time and dose responses using different sugars on a small peptide, which is just a piece of a protein Mm -hmm. uh, that was susceptible to glycosylation. And then I did mass spec analysis to see the different modifications to the peptide. And then I just like created kinetic curves using the different uh, times and doses and stuff. And do you think, like, what you came into doing the research, like, your idea of what you're going to find, do you feel like that was, you, you found that in the end, or do you feel like you got a completely different result? I, well, I mean, going into this project, I had no idea really what I was doing, <laughs> but, because um, I'm not, I'm not a biochemistry person, so a lot of what I was doing was really new to me, mm-hmm. um, and to be honest, like, we knew that, like, we were going to see modification because it's it's a very susceptible peptide uh, to glycosylation, but our results were pretty astounding, which I, 
I don't think I can talk about, but... <laughs> but you can um, maybe read something eventually. Yeah, so I'm hoping to be able to publish a paper with my mentor, and mm-hmm. so maybe one day uh, we can... <laughs> we can talk, read the paper We can the read podcast. the paper. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like, I think Lily can say the same. Research opportunities have been one of the coolest parts of working at St. Mike's or other schools, because right. um, really getting to do your own research, you, you watch something happen, or you can... You know, you watch it, you figure it out. I feel like this summer I was saying to my professor who I was working with how that feeling of seeing your own work is just so cool. Yeah, and I learned so much this summer. I had never actually done, like, research, research. Mm -hmm. Obviously, my mentor, like, showed me what to do at first, but then he kind of just let me do it on my own. Mm -hmm. And he, because he had a lot of meetings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, I was doing a lot of my research on my own and so it was like really awesome to like Mm -hmm. see really cool results and like know that like I I did that right right (laughs) yeah obviously this is like the stem podcast and we're talking about you know we both did research within stem because I did public health and psychology and Lily did bio and chemistry but um we had students this summer work on the trustee scholarship and they did English research and Mm -hmm. we had sociology research and um you know like public health um poli-sci research was done so I think that it can really be anything like research can be done in any sort of you know yeah for sure department you want to do it so just you know talk to people at St. Mike's yeah yeah, and if you're interested in any REU programs at other institutions, uh, you can go to the National Science Foundation website, and they have so many listed. Yeah. Um, they're probably going to be more up-to-date later in the fall, but yeah. Yeah, definitely, and check with your professors if you're interested in doing more of a, you know, uh, if you want to stay up here, like local Vermont route, then um, there's a trustee scholarship that, you know, you work on in the fall and you submit it early winter um but it was it was a really good experience yeah so basically what we want to do with this podcast is we want to do a mix of doing interviews like the last hosted uh but we'd also like to do some literature review as well one of the things that we also want to just incorporate is all different types of stem we know that like a lot of people who listen are probably stem heavy majors or Mm -hmm. people interested in that but we also were thinking of you know interviewing people in the education department who are working with science and teaching um, and people in the public health department who work with, you know, activism and, and where, you know, your bio degree can take you after school if you want to get something in, you know, not STEM, but right. how it all kind of inter intertwines eventually. There are so many different ways that you can apply a STEM degree. So I Definitely. think what we're trying to do is to show people all those different facets of STEM. So next week we're going to be talking with the toxicology class that was held last semester. I recorded that with um, Kaylee. And then after that, we're going to do a literature review um, that has to do with forensic science. So we'll upload that article if people are interested in Mm -hmm. following along with us. Uh, So yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting. Just to talk about what we would like to do in the future, like after we leave St. Mike's, sad tear. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So scary. (laughs) Well, so I'm going to go kind of the traditional STEM route. Uh, I want to go into the more academic realm of STEM. And so I'm planning on applying to PhD programs right after St. Mike's, (laughs) which is really stressful. (laughs) 
Um, but then I'm gonna, you know, do the whole postdoc and all that stuff. Try to be a PI somewhere, private investigator for those who don't know what a PI <laughs> is. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to continue the research that I have done. I think doing glycoproteomics is really interesting and I didn't even know that it existed mm -hmm. and now I love it and it's really cool. <laughs> um, but I'm also interested in Alzheimer's disease because mm -hmm. I have a history of Alzheimer's in my family. But yeah, basically I want to do biomedical research yeah. in the future. So cool. I think I honestly feel like now I'm even more confused about what I want to do than I was probably coming out of high school. Um, so I started off as a neuroscience major um, and then I ended up switching to public health and psychology um, because of Professor Kirschenbaum and Professor Sipplon who kind of just explained to me um, how those fit together in terms of public health being quite interdisciplinary and psychology being something I just always found super interesting. So I think I'll probably go the route of working with mental health in the public health field. So working as possibly a health psychologist or activism in mental health, um, drug addiction, women's reproductive rights, anything like that. I toyed with health law for a little while, but mm. I don't think that's going to happen. Law skill seems like a lot. Well, I think you and I can both attest that we change our minds. Yes. And it's okay to change your mind. Definitely. And that's the best part of just like doing research and, you know. Yeah. Going into school, I, want, I wanted to go to law school. <laughs> Someone who hates reading and writing wants to go to, wants law. To, go to law school and study you criminal now. law. You literally spent the summer doing... Gym. Doing something I actually like. Exactly. So, you know, try new things. Yeah. Definitely connect with your professors and I don't know. What's your tell a joke? <laughs> okay. Alright, and here is a science joke for you. <laughs> Alrighty, what did the biologist wear to impress his date? Designer jeans! CRISPR-Cas9, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the STEM at St. Mike's podcast. Yes, we're really looking forward to recording this year. And um, we hope you all keep listening every week. Every week. Every week. We upload at around 3 p.m. on Thursdays. I think we're going to yes. keep the same thing that Kaylee and Cecilia had going last year. Um, so, yeah, tune in each week for a really fun episode.